The Caltro Podcast, episode 41. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in this week. Ale is promoted to the first team. He's starting up top or in goal. Or where, 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 do, you, where do you want to start? I'll, I'll start in goal. You're, Actually, you're, I, since I'm in Nick's chair, I'll take the center back position now, his, uh, his position. You could be our starting goalkeeper. Uh, just please don't uh, don't clash with me. I'm I'm the manager here. I make uh, I make the decisions. I a call the shots. Foreshadowing to our Chelsea talk. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Maurizio Sarri having the possibly. I mean, it's it's been a pretty eventful past couple of weeks, past couple of months at Chelsea. That's for sure. But th- th- this this uh, this, this whole week, this may this may take the cake. This is his uh, final stand, I think, before he goes out uh, in flames. Yeah, the, the the whole situation at Chelsea with Sarri is a little bit fucked up, and we're gonna have to get to that, Peps, because uh, your club, obviously. Yep. And uh, we do have a lot to get to there with uh, the, that, that 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 whole wild situation with Kepa. And uh, speaking of going over our uh, our club and we'll our personal to, affiliation, you know, yeah, personal yeah, affiliation, yeah. we'll have to let you go on about uh, Juve's game against Atletico Madrid. Unfortunately, yeah, that was a bad game last week in the Champions League. We're uh, we're not in a very good position right now, Juve are. So I'm gonna want to break down what's going on. I'll uh, you know uh, I'm preaching calm. I'm preaching calm. It's not quite over, but there there is a lot to criticize. So I will. I will spare no one, and I'll uh, give you my take on the game. Also, we have a couple of great games to get to in City Out. It was another VAR-filled weekend. Uh, Cassano's back in the news. He's relevant he again. Uh, I mean, re- retired Cassano has done a lot to stay relevant, and we're uh, we're sure to give him a shout-out every time he does. So he had some interesting comments on the Cardi situation, which we've been following pretty diligently for the past couple of weeks. So we'll want to get to that. And, uh, and uh, I bring you a few uh, London stories from my trip 10 years ago. How are you, Mick? Come on. Come on the podcast, mate. Listeners, stay tuned. Enjoy. Let's go. Però, catenazzo che donna sei. Io delle donne non mi fido. Il corteggiamento è un rito. Troppo spesso si finisce. Che una donna ti tradisce. E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more A me basta che siano tonde e disposti a far l'amore da bambino Veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gola Quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine Dio la presi tra la gente, perciò bambine Se sono qui per te stasera è una fortuna Andiamo! Uh-huh. Let's go! Fired up! Okay, okay. Love me my weekly penal fix. Yeah, it's always the right way to start off the week. Oh, hey, Peps, how you doing there? Oh, honestly, uh, okay. Not not the best. Another week gone by. Another loss to a Manchester team. We'll we'll get into that. We gotta we gotta break down the Saudi situation. That's a little bit rough yeah, on the uh, what is it? West side of London, south side of London, south side, south side, south side. Oh, wait. actually, the worst part is that that I've been to the stadium and everything. Where's Stamford Bridge? Where's Stamford Bridge? What yeah, part of London e- is it? There are too no, many teams. North, in, I believe in North. It's not North London. No. That's Arsenal. That's Arsenal. That's no, Arsenal. That is North. How dare I? There are too Ooh, many teams. In, there are I too sound many like the most rough fan in the entire world. There are right too now. many. There are too many teams in London. That's my theory. I feel uh, like you, yeah, you, you there are actually were, a, b- a bunch down the road from Chelsea. Is, uh, is you, Fulham? You so. have a big rivalry with West Ham. That much I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just I, I don't. So. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Hey, yeah, so uh, listeners, welcome to episode number 41 of the Cultural Podcast. Get at us on Twitter at uh, Cultural Podcast. I always hesitate. It's almost like I always forget I always forget there's no the in front of the Cultural Podcast on our Twitter handle. So again, just listeners, to be clear, our Twitter handle is at Cultural Podcast. Um, yeah, I, I always, it's been like, it's been like over a year now. It's officially been over a year and I still, I still struggle to get that one, uh, that get that one right. 
but yeah, uh, Sam Adamo coming at you um, on this 41st episode. And we got a, we got a solo. Uh, not a solo. Jesus Christ. Off to a rough start. We got a duo. A duo. A duo, yes. Um, a first duo in a while. First duo since you've been uh, yeah. a part of this project. Yeah, I think uh, it runs me through my paces. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, so after after a year of, uh, or close to a year of Nick and I going, uh, going, uh, going just uh, the two of us, we're uh, we're gonna give this uh, this whole dynamic another shot, uh, but it's just gonna be you and I this week, Peps, because Nick is out of he's out of uh, he's out of uh, out of service, out of uh, yeah. I was out, gonna say commission, he's, but he's not he's, a machine. He's out of commission. Really. Yeah, he's out of duty on uh, he's on accounting duty this week, studying for uh, I don't know, I don't know what he, 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 debits and credits and shit. Not 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 my area of expertise, clearly. But uh, yeah, no. So Nick is unavailable. So you and I are gonna. We're gonna we're gonna give you your your cultural pick your cultural fix for the week uh, this week, listeners, and it's gonna be interesting for for, uh, for sure for a number of reasons, namely that both our clubs had uh, brutal weeks, and uh, Peps, see, so we're we're at a point now where I don't know if we're gonna be able to talk about Chelsea that much more on this podcast because the only reason that we get to talk about them is because of their Italian manager Maurizio Sarri, uh, who may not be there that much longer. It appears. Because yeah. I, I mean it, that so the the League Cup final yesterday. We're recording this on Monday, uh, February twenty fifth. That League Cup final yesterday was was interesting to say the least. And yeah, you you got your money's worth if if you went to go watch it. Oh live. my god! Well, hey, listen, entertainment I, wise, you got your you got your money's worth if you if you paid to paid paid a subscription if, to yeah, to, to, your to watch the League Cup final. That was that was that was some ending there. Yeah. Um, I mean, listeners, if you didn't if you didn't get to see the game. Basically, it went to extra time. Chelsea played Man City, kept it to nil nil till super late, and uh, I finally pro- I, I finally mastered how to pronounce this guy's name. Uh, Chelsea oh. goalkeeper Kepa yeah. Ariza Balaga. Perfect. Sorry, no, no. You you have to roll. You have to you have to you have to pronounce it with a soft Z. Uh, Ariza Balaga. Yeah. Kepa Kepa Ariza Balaga, the Chelsea goalkeeper, the world record uh, signing. Uh, yep. Goalkeeper, I believe it was seventy million pounds. You guys signed him, f- yeah. signed him for this and summer, and that might have gone to his head. Maybe, uh, yeah. He went down injured in extra time. Apparently, he had been apparently he had he had been having injury trouble uh, going into the game, or kind of his hamstring. Yeah, well, acted now up. after after all that uh, situation, there, there's for sure going to be the the injury blame. But I mean, well, I, mean, I digress. Well, so what an ending that was. So in extra time, he goes down with an injury. Willie Caballero, the backup, starts warming up. And in extra time now, there's a new rule where you can make an additional sub, right? Yep. So if you missed the game, listeners, just to kind of wrap up what happened here, Sari calls off Kepa, basically goes over to the fourth official. The fourth official is about to put Kepa's name up on the board or his number up on the board for a substitution. And Kepa's kind of indicating like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm healthy. I feel good. You know, I'm uh, I'm, I'm in a position to carry on. Right. But it was almost like Sadi was yelling at him, like, come off. They were having a yelling contest. Yeah. And Kepa's, like, waving his finger like he's giving him the no, 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 no. Yeah, there's no, a little, no, no. the whole – I forget which Twitter account has it. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll try to retweet it v- if we haven't v- already. V- verbal meme? What's the meme? Oh, we, we, love a, we love a good verbal meme. Yeah, I meme. know. What, what, what's, what, what, what Twitter account are you referring to? What's going oh, on? Well, it's not a meme. It's more like the, a Twitter account that posted the video of the whole – it's like the whole three-minute clip of – how it all went down. Yeah, note that. We're going to have to post that up because yeah. that it, this is it's almost like it's almost like hey, your verbal meme it's it, at that precise moment Sadi knew he he'd fucked up. 
but it's more specifically that he lost the dressing room uh, because yeah. I mean, but also I'll just touch. It's not he, yeah. so much the injury, you know. It's more that Willie Caballero, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll say historically, he's he's excellent at uh, penalty shot stopping, and he's a That's former Man City goalkeeper. Yeah. So you know, you I would think you that he had a bit of a, you know kind of inside knowledge. But I just guess in, in general, that's that's something he's well known for. Uh, so it's more it's more for as a tactical substitution, kind of. Uh, and mean, I'll I'll go back to this uh, example because I'm Dutch. Classic Dutch, Dutch this, reference. Yeah, here. this I, happened in the. Uh, not the most recent one. It, it was 2014. 2014, yeah. Was it Tim Krul or Silenson yeah. that so went in? So Silenson came off for Tim Krul because Tim Krul is the is the penalty expert. Uh, we ended up winning that game. Yeah, uh, Van Gaal made that. Van Gaal, like, yeah. Van Gaal's just a weird guy, though, right? Yeah, like, he's like, he would super neurotic. I actually, I actually but heard... The, the funny part is that, you know, uh, as, as you a Dutch fan, we, we, we really didn't expect to go far, and then he, he whips this type of... Of thing out and out of time. I don't know, I don't I don't know, know where. Like, no one does this. And it no, no, nobody, nobody and it switches worked. goalkeepers right before. No, it's the first time I've ever seen that. It's the first and time it I've ever seen it too. Unless and it's the, for injury. The funny thing in that game is that Tim Krul do- uh, well, dove the right way every single penalty. Right, yeah. Which, and a big deal was made you know, of that. So, you know, you, you no. got to put your, your faith in the the goalies who, who can read the, the penalty takers. Maybe, maybe anyway, Caballero could have done that. Well, if, that's uh, that. You know, we'll never we'll, know. We'll never know. Because Kepa, you know, I guess, I don't know. Now, maybe Ego or, you know, he just want, he's he was brought in to be the guy, wanted to be the guy. I really do not buy into it that it was a, a miscommunication as he posted on his Instagram, I think it was. Let's said be, it was an, I mean, you know, because the, the trainers told Sari that he was, uh, that Kepa was injured. And I hundred percent believe that Saudi wanted it as uh, as a tactical change. Let's let's be clear. I, I think, I think. Uh, look, I mean, Kepa's twenty four years old, and he's and he's mm. got the balls to do that, right? To basically tell the manager, no, like it was there's was there was a bit of a difference between. I think there's a difference between saying no, it's okay, I'm good to carry on, and the manager actually saying no, I don't want, I don't want to risk you. It seemed like there may have been a little, a little kind of miscommunication between the medical team and the coach, because clearly the medical team were saying no, he has to come out, and the keeper himself said he was fine. But then, uh, yeah, I mean, so it was more of a three-way well, kind of mix-up here. With yeah, the goalie saying something, the manager. W- it was it was, it was, was like a still, usual the, cultural podcast, you know, you know a three-way mix-up. It's and like, still like, the, a, like a typical episode of ours. Physio- <laughs> yeah, if the physios are saying you should come off. There you go, and then the manager wants you to come off for an entirely different reason, not not because of your physical health. You know, something's got to give. Regard, I'm saying I don't, I don't see, but I don't think Sadi makes the sub if Kepa's not injured. I think he I, probably assumes. Yeah, no, I, I still think he does, though. Are you, are you yeah, serious? Are you serious? I believe. Well, that would be all the more reason for him to be pissed because, off. What does it say though if this kid is right? Because he wouldn't be so upset then uh, if you know. That's just my my take on it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll never know. And then he was even co- actually overheard uh, yelling at Kepa, you know, while being held back uh, by Rudiger or so whatever. You this know. is this uh, is the thing. He yelled at Kepa in Italian. How could you do this? That that's what was reported. That nice. that's what he yelled to him. Right. So does Kepa speak Italian? I don't think so. But I think it just in Sari's rage, he did, didn't did, care did, what language they did, were speaking. Maybe he, did he say it in like uh, in like uh, Italian? Jeez, I don't know. I wish I had the sound bite of it. It's kind of like, kind of like you know, like kind of like a, it's it's kind of it's kind of like Wanda Nara when she when she goes on uh, Italian TV. She kind of speaks like a like a like an Italian Spanish hybrid. I actually heard her. Oh, does she? I heard. Well, I I heard the sound bite of her last week, or I watched the video of her last week, uh, getting called by Beppe Marotta, which we alluded to last week, and she was like, 
Sí, pero ¿por qué? Uh, no, 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 so por, no so porque voglio andare Mauro, con Mauro a la... Like she kind of mixes it up a little bit. Um, okay. I mean, listener, if you don't speak Italian, I mean, that, 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 that was me speaking Italian with a, port, with a, with a Spanish accent, or me, me trying to anyway. Oh, okay. I wonder if maybe that's how Saudi communicated with Kepa. But l- listen, what I found weird was, like, b- basically going into the penalty shootout, Saudi's making a call, the keeper's saying no, and instead of going over and reprimanding him like any kind of good coach would. I mean, no, no, the fact that a player even had the balls to refuse a manager outright in front of Wembley in public, you know, it's almost like, it's always, it was almost like what it felt like was kind of what you'd probably been seeing on the training ground for a very long time now, but out in the open. That's what it felt like to me. It, yeah, it, it feels over. like Sadi lost the dressing room a very long time ago. That's yeah. what it looked like because the players we're talking to Kepa and holding Sadi back. Rudiger, you mentioned Rudiger was kind of holding him back. Yeah, like, that was a, that was a little bit nuts to me. Like Sadi in the prep for the penalty shootout was like not even present. And then of course on the other side you have Pep Guardiola who's giving the motivational motivational talks yeah, and as he does. And you know and and you know we didn't even talk about the penalty shootout where Kepa dove the right way at one point on Aguero's penalty and oh, nearly yeah, made the this save. Is the worst and, part. And he, maybe uh, if he had been healthy, uh, he would have made that know, save. If I, I saw the clip and again, I mean. I'm not gonna use the Calcio Twitter account to to push the clip, but if you have the time to watch it, pretty much he dove the right way. He got his hand, both hands to it, but he, he kind of dove over it. Or and it's he, like he the just, only he it's wasn't like up the, to the task. It's like the only mistake you could make as a goalkeeper in a yeah, penalty shootout. Like if, if you're a goalie in a penalty shootout, right. all you have to do is just pick a, pick a side. Yeah, the, you know, actually, as a as a, well, as a former goalie, that's it. You're honestly, uh, you know, you you There's pick no the pressure. side, you commit to it. No, it's it's really all on the kick taker. So I mean, uh, pick the, the side. If you pick, but if you try do, to read him, but the only thing you have to do is like when you pick the right side and the ball's there, yeah, you can't commit. let it slip yeah. under you, right? So that wasn't a good look. The fact that they lost it, you, like you knew that that was going to be a telling moment right there. Yeah. In a way, though, I almost think it's better that you lost because it, it it looked better for Sadi. Because imagine if Kepa stayed in and won the game and he was the hero. I don't know that Saudi yeah, would have cared. I can agree with that. The, at that point, in that aspect, it's a lose lose though. Saudi, I think Saudi was pit. I think deep down he knew it was a lose lose. Yeah. Think about it. Either he wins, either he wins with Kepa and looks like a mug because he wanted to take him out, mm. uh, and it's like he doesn't get full credit for having kept him in there because he didn't want to, or you know he wait fuck I fucked up there. Wait, yeah no. Either he loses and either either it's a loss for him. They win the cup and he loses her. They lose the cup and it's a loss because they lose the fucking cup. Yeah. But I don't know. Look, I, I don't know how much longer he's going to be there at that point. But that, it was, it was and a even fucking we, spectacle, man. You know, when he couldn't get Kepa to come off, he, he walked away from the, like, the match itself. And then actually a pretty great uh, commentary where the commentator said he's walking away from the, the match or is he walking away from the, from job? the job? And I was yeah. like, wow, yeah. Yeah, honestly. But, yeah, and I mean, anyway. and you know, and you know what, you know what's unreal too is the English are so not used to that kind of emotion no, too. They're not. So they're like, what is it? It's like, supposed to be all proper. Uh, oh no, in, in Italy, in Italy, that's like normal. Managers <laughs> headbutt each other and stuff. You know, <laughs> the managers, last, managers walk uh, off. Man, you know, manager, managers grab players by the throat. They, 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 they yell, they yell at their players on the bench a little bit more. It happens in England. It's like, ooh. Uh, well, I, I got a taste for it with uh, Conte when he grabbed the. Well, I forget now who the assistant coach was, but. Uh, when he wanted to get instructions across, he he grabbed the assistant coach by the neck of his coat and dragged him off the bench, brought him to the sideline, and was barking instructions. I love the passion. I, I mean, hey, uh, I mean, Abr- Abramovich is Russian. Maybe I, you know, you kind of get you kind of get that, uh, that 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 second to third world. I mean, it's probably not. It's probably not fair. It's probably not fair to call yeah. Italy or or Russia third world. I don't know. Just, I feel I feel like well, the Russian, far from that. I think they're far from it. But. I mean, I mean, uh. 
I don't know if if England is 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 the land of proper uh, proper uh, uh, the, the Russian ruggedness prop, proper I guess you proper could say. proper football men and uh, and yeah. the Queen. Actually, no, a proper football man I think is a hard man, which is kind of like a bit more of a, a bit more of a chat. I, I, listen, I don't know. I, well, I don't know why Abramovich keeps turning into Italians. Is my point. I don't know that he would do it again. Realistically, who who's he going to take? I mean, if uh, if, if well, Sadi, who's he going who's he going to hire if if Sadi even here's does uh, get fired? Well, we're, we're going to go to our. We're assuming that's happening at this uh, point, right? Yeah, like, he's not making I, it to the end of the season. He has nothing to play for. If he won this cup, he could have at least yeah. said, "Hey, we want we want a trophy." We're even out of a Europa League spot right now. So honestly, uh, it's, it's really just not looking good. I I don't know what happened, but it's probably just losing the players. Well, I mean, he again, he 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 clearly has. Um, and actually, you know what? Uh, yeah. As a result, Kepa. Well, we read that just before the recording that he lost. He got suspended a week's wages for uh, for his antics. So I believe yeah. we read we we read the the headline. So but, uh, I mean that that basically that basically the that, Syria highlights. Yeah, but I mean that, that that is that is kind of I think a little bit of a victory for Saudi because it basically comes. I mean, it basically shows that you can't if, get away it, with that. It shows that there was defiance there and that Saudi was yeah, the right. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, I mean, imagine if they had done nothing to Kepa. I mean, that would have shown that there was absolutely no backing nope. of Saudi. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, he kind of abandoned Saudi ball a little bit in that game and and kept it competitive. Mm. But I mean, yeah, we uh, we held our own throughout the match. Well, what, what, what you, you I want to read? I want you to read Pep's um, these comments that your your dad's friend oh, in London yes. sent to you. This was like a week ago before things got even yeah worse this was when we just lost six uh, 0 to city two weeks ago have you I'm gonna let you pull it up here yeah I have, uh, so, uh, so here it is I, so, I could I could you can you do an English accent or uh, do you want me to do you want me to try honestly I like your English accent you want me so to I'm gonna give a little bit of context but and then I'll hand off my phone for the the screenshot let, let me get let me get ready for yeah, the role hang on I'm getting I'm getting the role Chan, your inner, okay. your inner Englishman from Bra okay okay Get so it. context, um, when I was around 12 years old, I went to, to London with my dad and he has a, a friend that he met through work. What's his name? Uh, the man in, uh, in London, is, his name is Mick. Yeah, I, I, yeah, sorry. I mean, I'm sure your dad's a nice guy, but I wasn't asking what his name is. No, 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 okay. no. I, Mick, I, I, Mick. Yeah, dumb question. How, how are you, Mick? Mick. So, uh, what, what, did, what did Mick send your dad last week? Can I read it? Yeah, well, I'm gonna give the backstory first, so then. The, okay, and, I thought I thought the backstory uh, was it was just a guy named Mick. No, no, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna paint uh, an image, a mental image for these uh, for the listeners, so they can kind of get an idea what kind of character is, is saying this. So, um, we I went to London with my dad when I was around 12 years old. We went to go watch. Well, we stayed with the with Mick. And you stayed with him. Yeah, we, at his house. What was what was he like? Okay, well, here's the mental image now. So about the uh, you know a six foot three, six two, British man. A big man. Any tattoos? No, no tattoos oh, that wow. I could see. Huge Chelsea fan. Huge. So much so that at his wedding, actually, the uh, the tablecloths were going to be red and white, but that's the uh, Arsenal colors. So we said, we're scrapping that. It has to be blue and white. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Not die hard. Um, yeah. Big man. I'm talking double XL, triple XL type, uh, right? Bald, has a handkerchief to wipe the sweat off his brow. Oh, Not God. talking smack though. He's, uh, he's an amazing guy. I love, I'd love to go back to, to see him. Yeah, we had an amazing time. Is he anyway, going to take this impersonation personally, or are you going to send this to him? He does not listen, no. Oh, well, but, that, that's uh, disappointing. You should, anyway, Pepsi, it's, it's Pepsi, fantastic because okay. the, 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 the passion really came out in the following text that Sam's about to read that he sent to my dad verbatim the, the, uh, the afternoon that we the that we lost 6-0. This was a week ago. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I, I, wonder, I wonder how he would feel about the result yesterday, right? Big, hey, listen, Chelsea fans, big improvement, man. Sadi, Honestly, give Sadi time. Give Sadi I, I don't time. even think he, he watched at all. Well, actually, not on the basis of this message. He goes, what a fucking embarrassment. I'm in a pub with 12 of our group. 
of which are oh my god he this is poorly worded of which are off us I think he said of which all of us no goes, it's half of us half oh, of us of which <laughs> of which half, half of, of us okay okay I'll restart I'll restart what a fucking embarrassment I'm in a pub with 12, 12 of our group of which half of us are season ticket holders that cut sorry us to go. I have a cup final ticket, but I ain't going. All a bunch of cunts. <laughs> Straight to the point. Straight, yeah. Mick. Nah, he's, he's had enough. Big Mick. And it's not, you know, it's not the first time that he, I mean, there was one year where he had. Uh, Big Mick is tired of these foreigners oh, coming in and managing Chelsea. Yeah, I guess so you, we need a hardworking Englishman. You, 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 you need Frank Lampard to manage you. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, he's having a... Uh, Success at Derby County. Anyway, that, that's our uh, that's our uh, that's our uh, update Derby from England, County. I guess, from from across uh, from across the channel before yeah. uh, before they Brexit, uh, out <laughs> before before we before before we lose touch with uh, everything that goes on on uh, yeah. in, uh, in 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 that part of the world. Uh, anything else you want to add? Any yeah, story well, you want to add before on, uh, before I we kind of move on to? Because uh, I, I I think I have a little. I have an incoming. On. No, no, it's fine. I have an incoming Juve uh, rant here. But before yeah, I before uh, I get to I'm it, I'm waiting for that. Actually, oh. this. Uh, my my final comment on all this will be a perfect segue for you to to take over. Okay. But before that, so uh, when when I was in London with Mick, uh, we saw Chelsea versus. Um, uh, obviously, now when I'm on uh, on recording, I'll blank. Uh, who do we? Does it matter? Oh, please. Yeah, I get. Well, not really, but essentially Cahill actually played for for said team before he came with us. Oh fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Bolton. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bolton. Oh, I there. think yeah, it was no, no, it was Bolton. I, I You're right. I believe yeah. it was Bolton. Anyways, doesn't matter. No, 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 we no, no, no. It, was, it was Bolton. Can't confirm. Can't and, confirm. Got uh, it here. We don't have the fake news button anyway this week because uh, we left it at Nick's house. But so uh, anything goes this episode, boys. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no police. Uh, no police. Fuck the popo. Let's go. Uh, yeah. So this is a six season ticket holder we're talking about, right? He he gets the the best of the best seats. So, but you know, unfortunately, it was a little out of. Uh, my dad's budget to get those those type of seats, you know, already paying for the the trip to London and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we we had to sit a, a bit higher up, but unfortunately, uh, where I was sitting, I could get a a good view of the pitch, but you know, only it was only three seats over. We were near a, a big metal pole, and there were the, <laughs> that's where Mick was sitting, and he couldn't really see the the you know the right corner flag area so okay. anything that was happening around there okay so his view was obstructed yeah view was obstructed and pretty much before the match started the the man on the pa system was you know giving the, the starting lineups blah 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 and then says uh we hope you enjoy the match and then mick gets up and says i would but there's a fucking pole in my way <laughs> dude it's just you know dry british humor i loved it I, you know that was my first taste of uh you know just a bit of angry, angry British dry humor. Can we get know. Mick on the pod when Saudi gets sacked? Oh, could we, we should draw could we make that? You happen? know what? Yeah, we could. Okay, he, he would get on. I just, I, I, I want to get, get a recording. I just, for I, us. Just, I just want to. It's get, not even a joke. I just want to get his his thoughts his on the Saudi yeah. era and these fucking Italians that keep coming into his yeah. club. No, I would love to. That's what I want. That's you what know, I, want. I. You know, I well, watch 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 Jean Franco Zola take over next. We'll 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 just rip him for not getting over the wall. Okay, yeah, we got to get Mick on the pod. Yeah, because honestly, I can. I can only give so many of my takes, you know, from North America and my dad. Sometimes I get his input before coming here, but getting a season ticket. Yeah, older, I mean, you're pep, peps. You don't, you don't even, you don't even know where the fuck uh, where we're no, stuck for bridges. I know. Oh my god. Rough look. Uh, rough look. It is big time. Do not at me on Twitter, please, fans. Just keep it easy. Uh, yeah, and then finally we went to go watch. Uh, well, not finally. We also went to see a Millwall game. Uh, now I have a soft soft spot for them too. But uh, and a QPR match, which we got insane tickets for, right at the corner flag. 
However, he didn't want to be seen uh, at the match, and it was televised. So every time the ball would come in the corner, he would hide his face with his baseball cap That's out amazing. of fear of being seen from the by his mates. Just, just publicly shamed. Yeah. You know, as of in the off chance that uh, his friends are watching this QPR match and they say, oh, that's Mick. Speaking of public shame, uh, I'd like to publicly... So let, let's get into our Stronzo and our Hero of the Week here. My Stronzo of the Week... Oh, sure. Uh, let's let's get into this now. Uh, my Stronzo of the Week is uh, Leonardo Bonucci because mm-hmm. I'd like to publicly shame him for that absolutely fucking shambolic display last week in the Champions League against Atletico Madrid at the uh, Wanda Metropolitano. Uh, I, I guess it was always on the cards that we were going to have a hard time going to that fucking place with a name like Wanda in the stadium name. But uh, my, God, my, my God, my God, man. Like, so, okay. So, uh, it, I mean, I've had a bit of a rant kind of bottled up for the past week. And I haven't really... Oh, jeez, bro. Yeah, I've had on, on Saturday when I was giving haircuts, uh, kind of a little side business I have, if you didn't know, listener. Uh, yeah, hit him up. Yeah, hit, yeah. I mean, hit, hit me up on the Calcio Pod Twitter. Uh, you know, I'll fly you out to Montreal if you're if you're from abroad, and we'll uh, we can work something out. But I think I had five people come in back to back to back to back to back. Hey, so what about that Juve game? What about that Juve game? And I was just like, no, 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 don't talk to me, don't talk to me. I posted in like a Calcio group at one point to kind of vent my thoughts when I couldn't sleep late one night, and I was just like, here, refer to oh, this. Oh yeah, refer, yeah, yeah. refer to this a group refer- of which I'm part of, and yeah. uh, that was the, a lengthy, uh, yeah. a lengthy message. So I just referred, I referred to that, I referred to that post because I uh, because I didn't, I, I wanted to keep the juices flowing for this pod. So let me get into it now, okay? So Juve lost the game two 0 uh, in the opening leg, got no away goals, and they now obviously have to score by it. They have to win by at least a two-goal margin uh, back home. But, I mean, th- this game didn't have to go the way that it did. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think I think we we definitely got outplayed. Uh, not necessarily in terms of possession, because, you know, I mean, with Atletico Madrid, they seed possession, they try to counter you. That's how they play. But, I mean, we got outplayed in that we, we, didn't, have, we didn't have the balls that Atletico had. We had... Yeah, and Diego Simeone uh, let you know too. Oh eh? yeah, oh yeah. We'll the get co- to that the, one later the, too. The, well, let's get to it right now. All yeah, right. Him, yeah. I mean, when Atletico scored their opener, he he was very quick to point out uh, how they had cojones. Yeah. Uh, basically, basically described described it. You know, kind of kind of dropped kind of uh, dropped his knees into a sumo squat. Both of his hands uh, squatted them. down, cupped his balls, and yeah, uh, I mean, towards. Uh, the Juve fans or just just turned around. Yeah, I, think, I think it was just toward toward, toward the Atletico sh- fans. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, they, we they, have Cohen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. fucking they fucking love that. Yeah, no, I mean yeah. shout shout out to a shout out to Anthony Evans, a friend of ours who I think posted on Facebook uh, in response to a uh, to a post. I think it was by Lad Bible or something. They were talking about how Cristiano Ronaldo when leaving the stadium was saying, "Me five Champions Leagues, Atletico yes. zero. Uh, or I think it might have been a meme of uh, I think it might have been not not a meme. Might have just, been, might have just been a picture of Ronaldo saying. Ronaldo indicating how many Champions League he ha- Champions Leagues he has. Anthony Evans, a friend of ours, comments a picture of Simeone, verbal meme saying Simeone showing how many how many goals you have scored tonight. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> but look, Atletico outplayed yeah. us because they had a hell of a lot more grit, a hell of a lot more balls, and we crumbled uh, whenever we were under defensive pressure, and we looked for excuses every time we gave up. A fucking goal. We were very lucky not to go down one nil from a Morata goal. Nice to see him celebrating against his former club. That was that was great to see. Broke my heart. Um, but yeah, listen. I mean, that one got called back very controversially for a pretty soft VAR call, and we were very lucky to even keep it to nil at that point. And you know, you would think that at that point, so Chiellini got essentially pushed off the ball by Morata, 
and he got again what I would say is a Never very lucky. Never thought I'd call. hear that. Yeah, so I mean, no, seriously, but no, uh, he got what I would say is a very lucky call. So you would think that you would learn from that, and that you would, you know, not try to make the same fucking mistake again. I say mistake because when you go down like that, uh, you risk. I mean, there's no guarantee that you're going to get the call every single time. I mean, on a corner later in the game, uh, Jimenez basically manhandled Bonucci, kind of slapped his cheek, and Bonucci went down like he had been fucking shot. Was rolling around on the turf, ball bounced off of him right to Jimenez, and who rifled it in for, from from like six yards out. Fuck you, Bonucci. You know what? I've defended this guy quite a bit over the past several months, as people have kind of said that he's been a bit of a defensive liability. I think that's nonsense, but I think that as someone in his fucking position to be going down like that, holding his face on the ground, he does that often too, in the box, in his own box. Like, listen, if you're a center defender, man, don't try to get fouls in your own box. Don't try to get calls in your box. That's your workplace. That's where you yeah. go to work. That's where, That's you, where just you have fucking... to, you know, lace up your boots. And Bro, Atletico are, Atletico are dogs, man. Diego yeah. Godin is a fucking bulldog. And, you know, so, I mean, shout out to him. Uh, side note, he's going to Inter. So, yeah, of course, before... I was just going to mention that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's basically official now, I think. So, before he, before he uh, you know, goes to Inter and just falls apart. Showing Juve a little bit of what they're going to get. I, yeah, I think, yeah, he's going to go to, he's going to go to Inter. Well, he's going to, he's going to, yeah, no, he's going to break down. He's, he's going to be finished by the time he comes to Inter. How old is he? Uh, like 34, yeah. maybe 33, 34. He'll be finished when he comes to Inter and he's just, you know, he's just juicing out what last bit of good playing he has against Juve. If I have to see that guy score another fucking goal against us, I still have PTSD from 2014 when he scored for Uruguay to knock Italy out of the World Cup right after the Suarez oh, bite. Him? So, I mean, yeah, he so yep. Go Gonin got a second one off a off a bit of a scramble in the box, and again, what it came down to was Atletico getting dirty goals because they wanted it a little bit more, and then every time we had the ball, they just kind of, I mean, they 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 got everyone behind the ball, Atletico did, and just clogged up the midfield. Oh, that's been their compressed it's been the their way. Time. You know, I mean, I saw after, bro after the game, I saw we had seventy percent possession. I didn't even believe it. I thought we had seven percent possession. The way it felt, it, it actually felt like we had no fucking meaningful possession. So look, going to the next game. I need to like I'm gonna take the next couple of weeks to cool off, and in I guess two weeks, right before the the the, the second leg, we'll get into predictions and stuff. But I think now Juve can come back, but I don't think they will. I think they're gonna give it a very good game. And listen, I wouldn't be shocked if they did come back. I'm not giving an official prediction here. I'm gonna wait and see what the vibe is like around the camp in a couple of weeks. But I think they're gonna have to come out guns blazing the first 20 minutes, and if they get a goal early on in the first half. Then Atletico are going to be on their heels, and yeah, sure, it could be a hell of an exciting game, but uh, bad position to be in right now. And now a lot of U of A fans are saying Allegri out. We got to bring in Zidane. Uh, well, oh, funny you say that because uh, I have to find. I wish I could find the article. Actually, I, I'll be able to while while you talk about this. But apparently, Allegri's mentor, well, he's, he's, whose name I forget now, maybe you might know Galeone. Yeah, yeah, some of that said that uh, his time may actually is going to be up. The whether or not they beat Atletico Madrid. Maybe because the fucking fans, no matter what Allegri does, like, listen, he got out coached on that night, okay? He, he started the shield yo at right back instead of Joao Cancelo because he was trying to play conservatively. That, oh, was, that was a dumb move. That is I, something I, I read that apparently he, he started defensive when, you know, he you're away, you, you, need, you need to get that away this, goal. That was not a hill that he should have tried to die on, uh, on this, in this game. And I think he, he I mean, he, he's going to be forced to play the shield again because now Alexandro suspended and I don't think he's going to play Spinazzola. Although he's a more offensive option, if I had to guess, I'd say he was, he's going to play the Shilio again. And I mean, not 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 that that could have been prevented. I guess Alexander got a yellow card and he suspended, which you know shit happens. I guess, but the the fact of the matter is, he didn't prepare for the fact that Atletico were going to try to clog up the clog up the midfield, try to hit him on the counter, 
Which, and you know, you, you play defensive. Like, like, come on. You know, so, so, yes, he did get out coached by Simeone. But, I mean, you know, the, the fact that he loses one game, and look, I, I get that this is a rough situation, but let's wait till we're fucking out of the Champions League before we start saying, you know, that we want the guy's head. Yeah. But a bunch of UF fans are coming out saying, oh, no, you know, Allegri's not the man to do it. Bring in, bring in uh, Zidane right now. Like, come on. As if Zidane coming in is going to magically, you know, wait with the snap of a finger, yield us a Champions League win. That's absolutely fucking bollocks, man, because I think I. I it's so tough. There are 15 teams in the competition right now. Not all of them are going to win. Mm. Barcelona's going to get eliminated. Real Madrid's going to get eliminated. Or PSG. Yeah. Or one of or the Man big, City. Uh, one of the big players has to go. So is it a oh, failure? Not for, one. I mean, M- many of them. Man, if PSG doesn't win the Champions League, is it a failure for Tuchel? Yes. The answer is. I would say the answer is yes. It is. But 15 teams have to fail, right? So you see where it's. I mean, you, at the end of the day, there's just so much pressure on Allegri to win it. So. Not uh, not an ideal situation for him right now. I mean, I think he's probably fed up with the pressure, and he probably is going to want a new challenge. That's what I would, that's what I would, that's what I would suspect. But uh, look, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more in the in the coming weeks. But I I just had to kind of had to go off on Leonardo Bonucci. He's my stones of the week because yeah. that that uh, that that entire yeah. play I didn't was get the, I didn't get to see the, the reason clip, why I saw a lot of talk online about the you didn't see the, bro you didn't see the clip bro no he, no, he literally no. fell on the ground. And as he was rolling around like a little bitch, the ball bounced off of him where he should have been standing defending mm. Jimenez, and it bounced right to Jimenez, and Jimenez finished his chance. I mean, like, come on. It was not a good look. And the problem is he does that all the fucking time. Every time he gets a, an elbow or something in the box, he goes down like a baby, and it pisses me off. So he's my stronzo. A defender who uh, reacts like a winger, I guess, too. Yeah, yeah. Which is not a shot at wingers. I'm just saying, you know, a winger upon contact could be, uh, you know, in his tempted own box. to go down type nah, thing. Stupid, stupid, stupid. When you're a defender, you, you know, come on. Who's uh, who's your stronzo? For okay, the week, it's for this, uh, uh, for this any, week. Man, it, it's not Sari. No, no, no. Keppa? No, no, no. I, I didn't want that to be yeah, my okay. cop out. I d- we talked about well, we, it. We, you know. we we did talk about it at length. So, uh, you know, I feel how I feel about the Keppa. You know, it's a dumb for for disappointing. Anyways, no, my Stronzo is, uh, and actually, we can get into the game later because it was, I think, the best game of the week. Yeah, we'll, we'll get in. We'll get into. So my Stronzo is the inter- is, is Handanovic. Okay, yeah. Because on the uh, on the goal that Luis Muriel scored, which was. An unreal free kick. Fiorentina's second goal uh, was I, oh yeah the best. The rocket. I mean, he's been on fire since yeah, he, been, since he yeah. joined them in January. He has been. He's been on a crazy goal pace, and he uh, he pegged one. Uh, he pegged them one back at one point as they were coming back down from uh, one three in their eventual uh, in the eventual lead up to them yeah. tying it up three three. Uh, yeah, so crazy game so there, obviously. I, but yeah, I really he, do not know how many him. yards out. But well, would you agree? Maybe in the high twenties range. Thirty yards out. Thirty, yeah, easy. 30, easy. 30, 35 yards. I don't, I don't. Know. It was, it was, it was, it was pretty it was far. A ridiculous range. Anyway, 30, 30, 32 so yards it, out, yeah. you know, perfectly placed. There, no goalie is ever getting to it. It had the pace and the curve on it. Agreed. Yeah. And, right th- right and anyway, so Handanovic was quoted. He blamed the wind for not being able to save the penalty. You know, he's the second guy. So he's the second guy this up. year. He's the second guy this year that blamed the wind. Uh, I think the Empoli keeper. When when Juve played Empoli earlier in the season, also blamed the wind. And mm. uh, the joke was, oh, well, you know, after Calciopoli, we have Ventopoli. It's the second Ventopoli <laughs> of the season. So, Hantanovic, yeah. man. I don't know. I mean, listen. Uh, so, I but, find that ridiculous. You know, you, you got beaten. Anyway, you know, you really have to see the clip, uh, the camera angle from behind uh, you know the free kick position. It was just you know, perfect, really perfect, so perfect swaz. Perfect yeah. swaz. I don't. I don't. I don't think it, it didn't even look like it buckled at all in the wind. That was a bit of a weird no, one. No, no. But, it, anyway, so well, that's I mean, it. They, you know, how, come on. 
I mean, don't, listen. Don't start blaming the wind because you couldn't get a ball. We were talking about we were talking about that game. Let's break it. Let's break this one down because it, this is probably the game of the weekend. I think you and I were both talking off yeah, uh, off, and, off uh, air before. A lot of we VAR, we agree. Uh, this this one was a mess, man. Like, look, so so I mean, if you didn't get uh, if you didn't catch the game, uh, listener, it finished three three at the Artemio Franchi in Florence. Um, actually, I mean, I was gonna say Firenze. Uh, well, the, the game was in Firenze, yes, but um, Fiorentina. Uh, about 15, 16 seconds into the game, got the opener from a De Vrij, uh, own goal. Yeah, unlucky though. You know, he he was not sure how, back not sure how man. I feel about the own goal calls. Cime- yeah. So I mean, it was a, it was basically a sweat to Simeone who kind of got a bit of a dink on it, and then it deflected off of uh, De Vrij on the De way in. Who was you know just behind him? It essentially, uh, I'm giving that one to Simeone, his yeah, second goal in two games. Let's say, but he really yeah. didn't get a good contact on it, so it you know went through him. You know, essentially hit De Vrij uh, on his leg as he was you know in the you running pronoun- motion. You pronounce that so well. Yeah, Stefan De Vrij. De Vrij. De Vrij. Yeah. How do you say Van Gaal? Van Gaal. Van Gaal. Van Gaal. You yeah, know what? A Dutch, you use your throat a lot to make noises. You know, I became aware. Or noises, I say. I, be, I became aware. Uh, we were talking about the. Uh, we were talking about the uh, Diego Simeone and his cojones. I, I became aware of uh, apparently this thing that Van Gaal kind of uh, you know coming full full three sixty here, full circle uh, to bring it back to Italian football. I became aware of a situation in uh, Munich. I think in like two thousand eight or nine, when Luca Toni was playing for Bayern. Oh man! And I think Van Gaal did I say that oh, right? Oh yeah, that was good. Did not yeah. like him very much, and I think he oh, yeah. apparently at one point Van Gaal went went off in the dress in the uh, in the in the canteen uh, and tried to show the players that he had balls by literally lowering his pants and like showing him his nuts. Oh my god! I, I was a weirdo. I'm sorry, Van Gaal did this. I like, was a weirdo man to, to, uh, to Luca Toni. I think he did it to the whole team, and Luca Toni kind of went off on a tangent after he left the club. He joined man. Roma in like 2010 or 11 because. Because of Van Hal's ridiculous tactics, but uh, really ridiculous <laughs> antics, I should say. But anyway, yeah, look. Uh, anyway, so that's it. The, yeah, so, the so I mean, the, 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 Vry, the Vry own goal, yeah. As I all own goals are very, well, maybe not all, but, you know, nine out of ten will be extremely unlucky, and that was one of them. You're trying to do your defensive duties, and, you know, didn't work out. So, right off the bat, we have a goal in the first minute. Uh, probably, I'm going to go on a whim. We don't have the fake news button here, so I'm just going to go on a whim and say whatever the fuck I want. Uh, fastest goal in uh, Fiorentina's history. I'll back that up. Yeah, there we go. Fact check me. Come at me. Does it check out? Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, checks out. I, yeah, I just did the check. Yeah, so Fiorentina, the fastest goal in their history. I'm going to go on a whim and say that. Uh, was, a, was a great start to that game. And then Inter actually came back and scored three unanswered goals, one of them coming from a VAR decision uh, for a penalty. A fair one, I'll say. Probably a fair decision to give Perisic a, a penalty to, to go up 3-1 in the second half. But then Fiorentina came back and... I was a little mad because uh, the best right back, uh, the best left back in the world, best left back in uh, in Italy and possibly in the world, I should say, uh, it's debatable. Uh, uh, Cristiano Biraghi, uh, one top 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 two, top two three. What do you say? Top two, top three, best left backs in the world? Yeah, pro- probably. Yeah, he's 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 up there for sure. Um, scored. Uh, I mean, a, a screamer uh, from from like eighteen yards out. Yeah, uh, just inside the box. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was he, he, he scored a seven. He scored a sixteen-yard screamer. Uh, any anything anything Biragi does is uh, is is oh, he, everything he touches turns to gold. He's uh, starting for the national team forever. Pep, Pep's is Pep's is like sipping his water right now. He's like, yeah, I'm not standing behind that that comment. <laughs> 
I you know I was very upset. I, I you know so uh, no, Bidaki scored a goal that got called back for VAR because apparently uh, one of his teammates I forget who kind of stomped on was it D'Ambrosio or oh yeah oh yeah 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 okay, so uh, a little bit of a bait I remember so a little so bit of a bait call the ball for was VAR. bouncing in the box and uh, okay I'll, I'll I don't I mean, know these players on the last name basis more to, there's nothing more to it I forget who it was in in the Fiore, so, in the box so for Fiorentina in the box for Fiorentina he made the kicking motion the. Yeah, because the inter-defender just got his foot to it before. And, man, the slightest of touches on the defender's knee, like, you know, in the in the swinging it was motion. One that you could only t- it was one that you could only see when you slowed it down in BAR, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and so anyway, yeah. So I don't think it was a... F- I guess it was. It was. Anyway, it was but that's, is that's the thing. Like, te- like technically, when you look at it in slow mo, yeah, I guess it is a foul. But yeah. they were very unlucky to get it called but back. In, so Yeah, exactly. That would have that made just it... A 50-50 ball that... Uh, you know, right. turned into a foul. So I mean, anyway, so so he got that one called back, and Muriel scored the screamer, and that pegged it to a one goal game with yep. uh, not very much time left. And then in injury time, they got. So he, here's the thing: this is where they balance out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Fiorentina got probably the worst VAR call I've ever seen ever in the past year and a half that we yeah, had that was VAR. Very how rough. how uh, long we had VAR? There's a lot of discussion about it. So yeah, Inter Inter were on the unlucky end of. The VAR call, which saw them uh, concede a penalty due to probably th- the closest thing to a ghost hand ball I've seen since we've had VAR. Uh, D'Ambrosio was pretty unlucky on this one. He kind of he basically had his hands tucked into his chest, ball Actually, tipped off of um, his chest, hit the side of his like shoulder, his arm, and the ref still called the, it back for VAR. The, the and thing then, is, you know, just to finish, I mean Jordan Bertu, who uh, doesn't miss. Doesn't miss penalties. He, he, no, he that was scored really five, well five goals this five goals this season, all from the penalty spot. He's a uh, he's a uh, he's 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 a fucking eighteen yard assassin. Him. That's all he that's all he does. <laughs> he converts penalties. He actually got a FIFA Less. upgrade, I think, on in really? in, the, in the winter. Yeah, just on the basis of the fact that he's got five goals. They they probably didn't bother to check that they're all penalties. But uh, <laughs> no. yeah, I mean, ninety six um, or ninety seven winner. They won the fucking game. And I got to say, rough look. Um, Beppe Marotta. Uh, the inter uh, technical director came out and lambasted VAR. But here's the thing: like VAR just allows for refs to have a better look at a play, but they could still make yeah. mistakes, and that's what we saw. We saw yeah. a mistake. That was, I uh, think, we can agree that was just when unlucky. the handball was given. Though it was uh, the the hands of the defender. Uh, so can you remind me who it was? Uh, D'Ambrosio. D'Ambrosio. They were. Uh, it's this thing. I I don't know. Maybe recently defenders start doing it maybe you can confirm i don't know because i'm not a defender so i don't pay attention to how they'll start i love how you're i love how i love how you're deferring to me for a uh, defender advice uh, as if i'm i am the be all end all of uh of well, you're, what top you're the most reliable do. source in the room uh, okay. out of the two people in the room yeah that's so he, he tucked his hands behind we, we, his we, back. We, i mean you, you could ask my dog on who's, yeah. who's wandering <laughs> around yeah but no, no. You, <laughs> i don't know he, he's got pretty good agility uh, like 99 agility. yeah i saw when i came in and running around oh pace. yeah uh, yeah, no, but D'Ambrosio tucked his hands behind his back, which I'm not a huge fan of that that style of, you know, getting your well, hands by your body. It's the only way that you can ensure that your hands, like, for me, because the, for the me intention is clearly. Because what not. happened was essentially the, the controversy is that it's kind of hit, when you do that, I find your, your elbows poke out as opposed oh, to really. I know, no, no, the elbows. I'm just saying. The elbows. I'm just saying that's how. Anyway, if you watch the again, if you watch the clip, I always the way, say okay. that because you know I don't like giving uh, giving my take, but then you know people are like, "Well, here's, this doesn't make any sense." Here's the way. Essentially, I view if, you, it, if you watch it, really the way he was lunging to block the shot, 
in my opinion, anyway, the, the way his hands were placed, it sticks your arms out Ale, as Ale. opposed to tucking them in what front the of you. Fuck are we way ta- better. What the fuck are we talking about here? Like, does it, like, what the fuck are we talking about? But this about? is what VAR has. Tucking, tucking your arms in because your elbow. Of VAR, because of VAR, we have to do the no, technicalities. This, this is fucking mental. Listen, here's my view. If you put your hands behind your back and you're trying yeah, to you avoid see, getting, and you're, I'm doing a demonstration here yeah, for, which uh, is for, the, for one, the, per, one the, of the person uh, in the room here. <laughs> the, but, that, but what you're doing is the ideal form. No, but he... Okay, we're talking no, about form what, here. No, no, listen, I'm just saying. When you put your arms behind your back, I don't care I know, if I turn hands, my body 45 degrees yeah. and the ball gets shot right at my arm. If it's right, if it's glued to my ribs, mm. that's not a call. So listen, tough anyway. one for D'Ambrosio. Pretty funny if you're not an Inter fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's been, it's, that was pretty funny. I feel, I feel bad for D'Ambrosio. Uh, his, his, his wife's pretty good looking. He's a good looking guy too. Uh, I like his hair. He's one of my kind of hair uh, idols in Serie A. Insigne is another one. Armando Itzel is another one. They're all Neapolitan. Uh, that's a correlation I just, I just made actually. Hmm. Maybe I should, maybe I could re-examine how I, that's kind of, mm, mm. interesting. maybe I have like a deep seated psychological need for like, or like attraction to Neapolitan men. I don't know. <laughs> My girlfriend's half Neapolitan. I don't know. Mm. Let's, let's just, I don't Ooh, know. Yeah. She'll, she'd actually, she'd actually hate me saying that. Cause she's a, she's a self-hating Neapolitan. Um, hey, but no, I mean, you know what? I have a theory I'd like to propose. Uh, D'Ambrosio doesn't concede that. If he wears his true socks the way they're supposed to be worn, uh, I'll post a picture on the Twitter. Listening back, I'll I'll have to I'll have to remember to do this here, but I'll, I I promise I will. He wears blue true socks with white, to with like white socks, so you can see the the color disparity between his socks. That's a big no no. If you don't know what true socks are, right? They're kind of calf socks that you wear for grip, and you cut the footbed off of your actual sock, and you slip the sleeve over the true socks and it's supposed to be seamless i think he doesn't concede that if uh so it's a superstition thing i think i think like any a ref sees any any good ref will see that and be like yeah that's i i can't trust a guy like that i can't trust a defender who does that he's he's up to he's up to no good like sergio ramos would definitely do that he, he would, would definitely he would definitely he? mix and match his true socks just like you know he like he, you just see that you go nah, no no you're 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 not reliable you can't trust a guy like that unreliable um, anyway, so why, why do we get to uh, why do we get to heroes of the week? Oi. Um, I have I have two. I think I have two for both of us here this week because okay. uh, we were talking about fair and you didn't uh, you you got so caught up in the whole Saudi uh, in this whole in the whole Kepa gate that you uh, couldn't even think of a couldn't even think of a hero because you were thinking yeah, about Stronzate all week. I'd like to propose uh, two. The first one is going to be pretty quick. It's uh, Aurelio, Aurelio de Laurentiis, the Napoli president. Kind of links back to uh, how we opened up the pod talking about Saudi. Mm-hmm. Because he, he had a great quote. He said, um, it would be fun to play Chelsea in the Europa League final. Assuming that Sadi can hang on that long. Oh, that's... All right, savage quote. And I, so, Okay, so I'm just to be clear, I'm fully invested in this now. I'm fully, I'm backing Napoli and Chelsea all the way now. Ch- Chelsea for Ubi and I don't have any other kind of... I don't have any other stake in the uh, in the Europa League. And Napoli, because it'd be great to see an Italian club go far. Um... I want to see this man, Sari versus uh, De Laurentiis and Napoli in the Champions League final, assuming that he cannot get canned. See, so here's here's why he here's why De Laurentiis is a hero, and he's not been a hero often. He's been a prominent feature in our Stronzo section of this podcast. But I mean, this can be like a double-edged sword, right? He says, or not a double-edged sword, but this can this can have multiple meanings. This is what I like about this. De Laurentiis is a pretty deep guy, man. Philosophically, this can have multiple meanings. When he says, assuming that Sadi can hang on that long, does he mean in the Europa League or does he mean to the job or both? 
No, I, I think more uh, more the job. It's pretty ambiguous. I, yeah, I, I, it's I, up for interpretation. That's a great troll. Um, it is. The other hero I want to propose is Edin Dzeko, um, who heroically uh, salvaged three points for Roma this week in a crazy game against Frosinone. Uh, yeah, Rome, lately he's uh, he's found his form again. He, he has he has El Sharawi set him up for uh, for the winner. El Sharawi's been pretty good too. Expect to see him back in the Italy lineup in uh, a couple of weeks. But yeah, man, honestly, this was a this was possibly. I mean, any other week that we wouldn't have had the Inter uh, Fiorentina crazy three three game, this would have been the absolute game of the weekend, no doubt. Uh, Roma were up two one at one point in the second half at the Olimpico, but Frosinone pegged them back which is huge because obviously Frosinone need every single point they can get, but also because Frosinone are from just outside of Rome. I think like 50, this could be total fake news. I'm going to say like 50 kilometers. Anything goes, so. Yeah, I mean, maybe 50 kilometers outside of Rome. This is great when you're not fact-checking me and we're just yeah, discussing. Oh, this is amazing. But yeah, no, I mean, Frosinone are kind of from the uh, general area just outside of Rome, and they're like a regional club compared to Roma, right? I think they have like a 15,000-seater stadium or something to that effect. It's very small, right? So obviously when you could beat Roma, right, as Frosinone, that's or like even you just get a result of the Olympic draw, like, You know, I mean, looking Huge. at the standings, even a point would have been massive for them in the in getting out of the relegation zone. It, it, yeah, me, I mean, especially considering the fact that they, they have players who uh, can confirm, have to bring this up on the record. I, I have an obligation to bring up that their players... Uh, smoke on the freccia every time true, that they true. every time they take the train. They lost they're, because they smoke. They're ripping, yeah. They're rip. They're ripping chags, man. So I mean, imagine if you can go to the Olympico and you smoke, fucking like with the windows closed on the train too. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah let, <laughs> let's, let's let's start rumors. Let's start. Yeah, let's yeah. start rumors now. It's like no, both, see, I have like, a cousin like it's, who it's, has it's a broken friend. telephone. No, 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 no. See, I, I no, no, I saw it with my own eyes. Uh-huh. No, no. Do you not know the story? No. Okay, so listeners who have been listening to us since August, who have heard this so many times, bear with me. Peps. I was on the train in Torino. Frosinone had played, uh, I don't know if it was Bologna in Torino because it was deemed it was like a neutral ground. They had to replay a game somehow or whatever. So they were taking the train back to Rome, and I was going to Rome as well. And I saw them. I saw a bunch of guys walking outside my car, like Marco Capuano, podcast hero, and a bunch of, a bunch of guys smoking cigarettes as they were getting out of the train. Wow. Yeah. So... <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but listen, you didn't hear that. No, no they, 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 they were smoking in the VIP car. Uh, they were smoking yeah, in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so let, let's start rumors. I love it, okay? Every time, we have now we now have to make the rumor worse and worse. So we always add so, another Yeah, so by, the, by the end of the year, it'll be that uh, when they get relegated, it'll be good for good for Frosinone for getting relegated. They deserve it. They make their babies smoke cigarettes. <laughs> that's okay. That, that's the goal. But yeah, no. Uh, I, I think that's how they advertised the cigarettes in, uh, in the 19, yeah. 1840s. But yeah, if you no, want to be like a Frosinone player, make your baby smoke yeah, too. Yeah, there, there we go. But no, uh, Jekyll's a hero because uh, fuck Frosinone, man. Uh, that should mm. be Palermo's spot. In oh this, yeah, in, actually, in, you were telling me this story. In in another story that I heard for the first time ever. Yeah, man. When Frosinone, when Frosinone, uh, Frosinone actually on the play, Milan fans were pissed about this one. Milan, uh, I mean, Milan, Milan did beat Empoli three 0 this week to uh, to kind of keep to kind of put pressure on Roma to get the result. Uh, in the top four chase, but Milan fans were pissed because apparently a Frosinone player, I forget who it was, one of their midfielders, instead of uh, kind of eating the ball and just trying to waste time toward the end in, in injury time when Roma countered and scored, he tried to force a through ball, which got picked off. And uh, I mean, Roma went back the other way and scored the goal. But I mean, yeah, if that ball had gone through, I was watching it live. I was hoping that some fucking Roma ball boys would throw balls on the field just to uh, just to interfere with Frosinone's play like they did last year in the uh, Serie B promotion playoff uh, to Palermo. So yeah, fuck Frosinone. Um, 
just because they're small and I can beat up on them and because I have dirt on them, I feel like I can say whatever I want. And the dirt will only get worse. Yeah, it's it's not it's not like I'm talking about like Milan or like Juve, where if I were to like not that I would ever like slander Juve as a, as a very biased Juve fan, but if you know I were to slander them, I'd fear for my life, right? I feel like Agnelli would like pull a trick, like you know he would like he would like make a call, then boom, like I would disappear, yeah, right? The doorbell but, rings. Yeah, but Frozen only don't have the budget for that, so yeah, no, fuck them. Jekyll's a hero of the week uh, for sinking them and uh, potentially getting them relegated. Um. Couple of last segments here. Well, actually, you know what? Sorry. Unless you had uh, anything you wanted to bring, I'll up. give my here. I just thought of it, uh, and it actually uh, segues into our update with the uh, Piatek versus Pitania bet. Oh yeah. Well, here so we go. currently, uh, Piatek actually scored again on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did Pitania. So now Pitania uh, kept the pressure up, man. Yeah, he's, which he's, is excellent. This is amazing. This is this so is, right this now. Is the scores are Piatek. It's great material. I can't believe it. So I, it's Piatek 5, Pitania 3, and my hero is Pitania because these three have been in three consecutive match weeks since the bet has been made. Calcio bump, not a big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my hero because three consecutive weeks, that's, that's amazing, and he's you know keeping up the pressure for our personal bet. And hey, uh, you know you know what I love? He scored a penalty. Petania's on penalty duty, yeah. bitch. Oh, that's actually oh, huge. Baby. I didn't think of that. Yeah, every time, every time, and it was, you, it was a good one too. Every time you, you rifled a, it, every time you get a BSVAR, and that was huge too. Because if he missed that, he's never taking penalties again. If he does, his confidence is shot. He goes into Higuain territory. Yeah. But nope, nope, he fucking scored. <laughs> so uh, watch out, uh, Christoph Piontek, because the the big the big Nutella bear, Petania, <laughs> can't. Yeah, his girlfriend. His girlfriend actually, I think, uh, commented. I saw she posted. She commented on like uh, an Instagram post last year, calling him like a Nutella monster. Unreal. Which, uh, yeah, I guess kind ever of since feeds. Higuain was shipped out of Italy, and now the new Nutella. He's, he's, bear the, de- he's the de facto yeah. uh, Gordo. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, okay, I like that one. Um, only in Italy. Only in Italy moment. Uh, Lazio have yeah. been oh, uh, going through. Bring yeah. this up. Oh well. Oh, this we, is fantastic. We're on this a great wave. Hey, same wow. wavelength here. Insane. Yeah, Lazio have been going through a pretty rough round of form. They got eliminated at the hands of a Sevilla in the Europa League last week and they've had a, a really cold run of form recently and um they've got a big week coming up they're facing milan in the coppa italia in the first leg of the semi-final so that's going to be a really big game for them because i mean juventus are out of the competition uh so i mean it'd be absolutely huge uh, napoli are out of the competition too so it'd be absolutely huge for lazio if they could maybe make it to the final because a club of that stature you know making making the cup final and winning a cup is is, is massive right um, you're a team that probably expects to be able to compete for trophies like that. But, I mean, it's not necessarily an expectation. It's like a bonus. When it does happen, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, well, especially now with Juventus, how you, you know, any of the teams exactly. left now feel like uh, this, uh, you know, we could be ours. Exactly. And more importantly, they have the Derby uh, della Capitale coming up this weekend, which is going to be probably our game of the weekend to look out for. We'll get back with, uh, you know, uh, with a summary next week, I suppose. But yeah, so b- big, big, big week for them. Uh, what did they do? Uh, only in Italy, of course, right? This would happen. Uh, Presidente Lotito called in uh, a priest to bless the changing rooms and uh, bless, bless, bless the training ground, or I don't know what. Yeah, but- it was for uh, for a new training ground or uh, the pitch that they they just developed. So. Uh, he brought in his friend that he's known for 50 years, who's a priest, came in to bless it. Blame it on, however, blame it on the Malocchio, right? He, however, now the... the blame it know, on the devil. Maybe not the fans made a spin off of this, but, uh, you know, a priest comes to your training ground. It was uh, you know, an exorcism. Re- reported that other uh, priests came to perform an exorcism to remove the bad luck, uh, you know. Like, I don't know about an exorcism. <laughs> no, he just came and blessed the training that, ground. That's, that's what he did. He but, came but, to bless the training well, ground. Oh, that's, that's, that's an only in Italy moment. We had, we, oh, I, yeah, I, I, that was one that I found a little bit amusing that we had to, that we had to just get to before uh, we wrapped up. 
Um, also, retired Cassano says stuff. Yeah. He's back. He's back in the news this week. He went on uh, my new favorite show, Tiki Taka. Uh, yeah, also, it involves now two of our favorite people. Yeah, who always give us something to talk about. <laughs> Wanda Nara, and uh, I mean, we have a bit of a love hate relationship with her. Uh, and uh, yeah, Antonio Cassano certainly. It's, it's I guess it's an all love relationship with him. He's 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 given us a lot of. He uh, gives us content. He's and he's given us a lot of loving moments growing up. Although we'll always have that uh, that Balotelli goal that he set up against Germany in uh, 2012. Yeah, I say I'll include you by in, in saying we right. No, uh, no, no. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Alessandro. I was, ah, certo. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's only natural. But yeah, no. My, I was my watching th- that. Yeah, and I, my theory they're gonna. Rename the show uh, Sadi Ball, maybe one day if uh, if Sadi joins. You know what Sadi should do? The, he should actually join this show when he gets fired by Chelsea and just have them re- rename it Tiki Tak, uh, rename it uh, Sadi Ball, just like he rebranded Tiki Taka as Sadi Ball. They could rebrand the show as Sadi Ball. But same, same, but different. Exactly. Right. So, so this is the show um, that Wanda Nara Icardi. Wanda Icardi, Wanda Nara, well, whatever. Wanda, Wanda, just just Wanda. She's like Beyonce. You could just call her by her first name. Yeah, and you know, who and everyone is. knows. Yeah, this is the show that Wanda appears on on a pretty frequent basis. I don't know if she goes on weekly or certainly frequently, and it's funny because we didn't know last week. I still, we were wondering we were wondering how the hell she was even being featured on a show to give her commentary on the whole Icardi situation, which is kind of an which is kind of kind of an only in Italy moment in and of itself. You have a player's wag. Can you imagine in England going like on like on like on like in like on match of the day? You have yeah. you, you on the match of the day. You have Hazard's misses coming on the. Coming on yeah, to, give, yeah. to give give her takes about the about the Real Madrid talks and uh, oh like, like that, that's what goes on on a weekly basis in Italy, but yeah. So Antonio Cassano was uh, was a guest on uh, was a guest on the show this week, and he he basically he basically uh, he knows he knows he knows how to make news, man. He just knows how to, he knows how to get in the headlines and how to how to how to you know how to how to how to stay relevant. I suppose he was telling Wanda to he was like telling Wanda to calm down, and I think the quote was. Like uh, roughly translated, he goes in football. There are so many injustices, like the like this penalty. Uh, so this is, of course, after this was also after uh, Inter had. It was also after Inter played that 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 bogus game against uh, Fiorentina. I say bogus because, of course, there was that, that that was that really contentious VAR decision at the end. But yeah, right. He goes Perisic's attitude and keeping Icardi at home. Someone who gave everything to Inter but is now being painted like a monster, which he's not. She said, "Sorry." So that so that was so that that was Wanda who came out and said that. Excuse me. Um... Well, basically, basically, Wanda came out and said that. Basically, Wanda came out and said that that, that Icardi should have still still been in the team because yeah, it's still a pretty contentious situation with uh, with that whole contract, I think. And there, there and are actually now, now uh, there's uh, an agreement. It was, it's it's even been brought out that apparently uh, he he might need knee surgery because he's been playing on painkillers for oh, really? for a while. Yeah. That's what uh, that sounds. That sounds like a bluff. That's no, a, I know, but that's a bluff yeah, to, to, to validate last week's story. He's gonna have a, like a reevaluation on the on the seventh of March, to, and he might pursue knee surgery and all that. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, okay, so I fucked up the quote, uh, classic. But yeah, no, no. But so that was that was Wanda who was basically Wanda was basically talking about talking about you know, Icardi and and uh, and what what her husband was going through. And Cassano basically came out and said that he had to apologize to his teammates. Yeah, uh, which isn't that nuts a thing to say, but I think it got it got hype because he said it right to Wanda's face, which was kind of amazing. And he goes like, "I say it, he he said I say it as an interista." Um, so basically saying like, you know, he's implying neutrality, like, like, no, this is what you have to do. I'm saying this from a neutral standpoint. Like, I just want the best for the team. He needs to talk to those who have problems with him, shake their hands and, uh, like basically said, like whatever's going to happen at the end of the year is going to happen. And that's it. That's all. But for the time being, they have to shoot for top three. I think, 
I think if any, and like Wanda basically came out and said, "What the fuck are you saying? Like, like what do you what do you know?" Um, yeah, I I just I, I found it. I Actually, found I found uh, it. quickly too. I just dove uh, dove deeper into that knee uh, knee take, and mm. apparently it was released by Inter that after a scan there are no new uh, no new in, knee injuries. Shocking, yeah. shocking. So in the end, anyway, so he does not need yeah. the surgeries because apparently the scan. Well, said, he, uh, he he he's miraculously recovered in the past right. ninety seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was released five days ago. Anyways, but uh, oh, 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 yeah, oh, peps, peps, peps. Come on, come on. I got. Oh, I should fake news. I should fake news for that one for bringing up a happened? five day old. Bringing up a five day old article well, because I read. I read the original. Yeah, going to restart I, that I, one. I, 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 wanna, I read yeah. the original quote saying that he needs knee surgery around that time. I just bookmarked the tweet and then I looked deeper into it. And shortly after Icardi's that, Icardi's fine. He's going to be back fine. in the lineup in a week now when he signs Beg his my new pardon. deal. See, it shows how much I know. But but look. I just want to wrap up because Cassano had this legendary kind of thing, you know, just so he, so again, it starts off very reasonable, just saying he needs to shake everybody's hand. He needs to, he needs to make peace with everybody. And mm. then he finishes off by saying, and this is kind of worded in the classic Italian, uh, in, in the classic Italian journalistic way where, uh, kind of formulated as a question. So I'm going to read this verbatim. Rakitic question mark. Yes. This is Cassano saying this Rakitic. He's a very good player. There was nothing in Perisic's gesture, but I think Icardi has problems with the slabs in the squad. So um, I think he, they're referring to Wait, they're referring to Perisic's gesture during the during during the game oh, okay, after he scored the penalty. Off and, Rakitic. Right. Well, because he, he basically there are rumors that Rakitic is going to be joining. Oh yes, yes, Inter, yes. Right. Yes. And Cassano basically comes out and says, "I don't know, Icardi doesn't like the slabs," which is just just yeah, just, yeah, just amazing. And yeah, no, Wanda didn't like that. So he's back in the news. Retired Cassano says stuff um, as he's been known to do. Uh, final shout out: uh, Goran Pandev has become an Italian citizen. Uh, the ball sack, the ball sack, bald spot um, <laughs> is now is now officially Italian property. Like, uh, Italian like, property. like, what's that? di Buffala. Oh uh, wow! Chianti, okay. Chianti wine and uh, Goran Pandev's ball spot. They're all uh, they're all Italian cultural. I just uh, uh, honestly, this this hairline does a Dutchman prop. Uh, <laughs> big deal. That's a that's a, that's that's great self deprecation right there. <laughs> this is a little worse, but uh, yeah, holy. Oh, and, uh, and and by the way, Armando Itzel, he scored again. For uh, for Torino in a two 0 win, so a shutout for a shutout from a clean sheet for him and a goal against Atalanta, who are no slouches. Uh, catch him in the Italy squad ahead of Bonucci uh, when when I take over one day. I mean, I I kind of I, I kind of went back on that. I was gonna say catch him in the Italy squad ahead of Bonucci, but I realized that that may be a little bit ridiculous. But that, that's wishful thinking on my part. When I become Italy manager one day, if they are still playing, or you know what, if I become Italy manager in fifty fucking years, I'll bring Armando Luiz out of retirement just to put him in. And say here you're starting ahead of Leonardo Bonucci. You have to bring his coffin to the pitch, I guess. If yeah, there we go. Hopefully he makes it. I mean, I mean, he's from Scampia. He may get shot uh, in retirement. <laughs> he, may, he may get robbed and shot uh, at, at gunpoint. Not, not knock on, knock on, and knock, then they'll knock, wish knock, him knock luck. On, uh, I love the, the man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, but uh, no, but big, big up to my man Nito. Uh, he'll be back in the Italy squad, I think. Uh, I mean, he was with uh, he was with the camp a couple weeks ago uh, when they had that training camp in at Covertano, But I think he'll actually probably be featuring in the World Cup qualifiers. He he's playing too well not to. So that'll be that's just very exciting for me because uh, it's not often that I make uh, that I make good calls, and I've been talking about this one pretty much since the day one of the pod. So I I mean. Uh, uh, you know, uh, eventually just just bang a drum long enough, yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. you'll, 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 it'll 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 uh, you know, if, if I'm gonna die on a if I'm gonna die if I'm gonna die on a hill, I at least want to be uh, be right in some capacity here. So uh, yeah, big up to him. Um, look, let's uh, let's wrap this up by saying, Peps, I think this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, it you was and I, you yeah, and I the, together. I liked it, and uh, yeah, I mean we 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 did we did uh, we did we did. 
kind of maybe I don't know to be I don't any listeners who who may who may have any issues with the with the with the with the wild claims we made you know come at us bro uh, yeah honestly, we we honestly. may have had a few fake news moments you know uh, just us two kind of kind of like a throwback to when it was just me and Nick and we would make wild claims all the time it's gonna be good to have uh, I'm I was gonna say it was gonna it's gonna be good next week to have you back on uh, on uh, fact checking duty but you will be away right so yeah. we'll have you call in next week. And we'll have another solo, but um, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe what we could do is Nick and I could just like record an episode, and we could just kind of like, uh, kind of like quick, quick, like quick fire. Give you all the wild claims we made, yeah, and make yeah. you like fact check, like like ASAP, like real quick. Like and then I'll get, do my separate recording saying what was wrong. What was yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Just all our critiques. Just come yeah. at just come at us with. But, uh, we'll send it. you a list of all the claims we made. You can come at us and just and just like give us a fake news. Unload. Uh, no, but without fake the fake news, news button uh, here, it's the Wild West. Anything goes. So. Yeah, no. If you don't like it, too bad. No, so it'll be good to have Nick back next week. But uh, Peps, thanks for stepping up this week. It was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, and, it, was uh, a, it was a big pleasure, actually. It's fun. It was a little, well, I'm not saying that it's never relaxed. It, it always is, really. It's always fun. But uh, it was a different dynamic. It was, it was nice, though. Hey, uh, what do you say we play Gloria? Hell, yeah, I, I like it. I think so. Play okay. Gloria. <laughs> uh, shout out to Spin Chicklets. A little Easter egg for all the for all the hockey fans out there. Uh, listeners, thanks again. Uh, get at us on Twitter at Caltro Podcast and on Facebook, like us at The Caltro Podcast. And at that same handle, The Caltro Podcast, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. iTunes, iTunes. Uh, so please do that and continue listening. Listeners, thank you once again for tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Ciao. Ciao.